People have been asking us for more than one podcast a week, and we're here to deliver. Guys, big news. We are coming to Patreon soon. Holy moly. (laughs) We are coming. We're coming in hot. We're coming in swinging, and we're bringing you with us. We are doubling down to a week. It'll be exclusive content. Yep. It's going to be a little... You can sip with us after hours like you're closing down the bar with us. Like you are the people we've been partying with, but you're hanging. You're the crew. You are our loyal AF sippers, and we want to sip even more with you. The way you get the double episode is by signing up for Patreon. More details to come soon. You better be ready. Have your glasses full and your diaper on because you never know what's going to (laughs) happen. Real talk, real talk, right now. What's your favorite alcoholic beverage? If you love being in a girl group, this is totally for you. Some people call us overwhelming. Love it or leave it, we don't care. No, but we want you here. Welcome to You Can Sip With Us. I'm Ashley. I'm Colleen. And this episode of You Can Sip With Us is brought to you by Style Plan by Frank and Oak. Style Plan is the online destination for anyone who wants to look sharp and shop smart. Interested in discovering new eco-friendly clothing made from cutting edge technology that's also good for the planet? Yes. Style Plan by Frank and Hoke is the premium (laughs) monthly clothing subscription box that gives you just that. Simply let them know your sizes, style tastes, and budget preferences and a team of stylists paired with a whip smart algorithm will take it from there. Whip smart. Always giving you the final say. All right, you guys. So I really love the Frank and Oak experience. So you get the opportunity. All you have to do is fill out a short survey with your style and budget preferences. A team of stylists with a revolutionary algorithm. They recommend three to five items for your box. The stuff that they recommended for me and sent to me, I love. I cannot wait to wear it this summer and feel good in these clothes. High quality. I thought one of the coolest things about the experience was before they ship it out, they send you a preview. So you can mm. customize it. You can pass on some of the items, switch things out, and oh, or skip that. a month when you want. So yeah, you're guaranteed a slam dunk when you use Style Plan by Frank and Oak. So every Style Plan member gets exclusive membership pricing plus free shipping and free returns. What more could you want, Ash? I mean, that's a whole lot of free. To sign up for Style Plan by Frank and Oak, go to frankandoak.com and use our code SIP to try your first month risk-free and get $25 off your first box. That's frankandoak.com slash SIP to get $25 off your first box. Use our code SIP 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 to get $25 sip, off your first box. SIP hooray. Ash, what sip, are you sipping sip, on? Speaking of SIP. All right. Listen, guys, yesterday I almost died. I had <laughs> Revy <laughs> caught some sort of flu and I then got it. And so I was on my deathbed yesterday. And today it's middle of the day we're recording this, so I'm not quite ready to put alcohol in the old bod yet. So I am doing um, electrolytes with a blend of my pre-workout. It's called Energize, and it gives Ooh. me like just a buzz. A buzz, yeah. yeah. 
energy. To give you just energy. yeah. Oh, energizzle. Yeah. yeah. I don't know yeah, if yeah, you yeah. should say the word jizz. What are you sipping on? <laughs> Too late. I am <laughs> sipping on. So I, you guys, big update. For those of you who are not following us on Instagram, Huge. Ben is here. I have given birth. Woo! Um, and let me tell you what. I have been so thirsty AF breastfeeding. <laughs> yeah. The, I had a lactation consultant appointment yesterday, and they're like, did you know that breastfeeding is the equivalent to running five miles a day? I what? cannot quench my thirst enough right now it is insane if we're recording this in the afternoon i have had a couple like beers since giving birth let me tell you what Mm, oh my god welcome back uh, to my life but right now i'm drinking a little seltzer water a cranberry and lime juice flavor organic from Trader Joe's. Do you like that? It's delicious. Oh. It's settling my tummy. I've had a little bit of a, you know, your organs are finding their way home. Oh, your yeah. bones are moving back. Things have gotten a little unsettled, plus the breastfeeding. I'm just sometimes a little seltzer water is hitting it the spot. It's just what you need. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, you guys. So we got some hangover topics. Oh That's the. Wait, my is bell your was bell like, broken? There we go. It was like hanging on the side, so it sounded so <laughs> yeah, sad. Like very do, sad. Do, do. <laughs> um, <laughs> got some hangover topics. Bump, bump. You guys, the month of May was crazy, mm. like crazy. Mm-hmm. Ashley had a total travel disaster Nightmare. around the world a couple of times. <laughs> My world stopped on its axis pretty much completely with the birth of Ben. And if you don't follow us on Instagram, you don't know that we released a bonus episode. So now you do know. And the only way you can get to it is uh, through Patreon. Am I taking over? I was was gonna just (laughs) toss the ball to you there. Yeah, I was gonna take a sip of water. I thought, I thought, well, I'll just let this one die on the vine. (laughs) No, Patreon. So then, well, we didn't discuss Dramatic pause. I tell them about Patreon is what you're asking? Yeah, tell them about Patreon. All right, so Patreon is a secondary app. You just have to download it, but then it integrates into your iTunes and it's, we're going to be dropping episodes every Friday, plus maybe a bonus here and there. So you probably get your guaranteed an additional four episodes a month, maybe five, maybe six. We don't know, but it's going to be totally different content. Not the same as this. And to get there, if you go to our Instagram, the links in our profile, but otherwise it is P-A-T-R-E-O-N, P-A-T-R-E-O-N. You just put that into the app finder, search, you can sip with us. If you go, you'll be on our landing page. You'll see our free episode in the posts. And this episode is awesome. It details all of Ashley's travel nightmare. It is the entire birth story of Ben. You don't want to miss it. We cried. Some people, we laughed. Yeah. We, yeah. I feel like people were saying, like, this is my favorite episode ever, which was interesting. Yeah. And I re- remembered, like, as people were giving feedback on it, that I think I got, it was a long one. It was like an hour and 15 minutes or something. Yeah. That I got drunk by the end. And, and luckily, like, I was, I was totally with it when, cause you talked about you and Ben first and then it kind of 
fizzled off. And I remember kind of going on a few tangents at the end. It's, I, it's all, <laughs> it's, it's a little bit blurry, but yeah, I haven't listened to the whole thing yet. And I'm really excited to hear it as based on the feedback that we've been getting. Yeah. I loved, I didn't even notice that. That's oh really? Cool, I kept my like, shit together. Maybe it's just cause I'm used. Yeah. Maybe it's cause I like yeah. you that way, you know? No, well, and remember I just, uh, like, by osmosis or whatever, is that the word? Yeah. Like, maybe I was right yeah, there you with you. Too, you were, yeah. You were drinking my mcdonald's coffee i don't even remember the end of the episode i had to have been just totally out of my mind (laughs) but guys and shout out to our early patrons people already signing Mm. up so the uh extra episodes the july content the bonus episodes they're gonna start dropping in july so if you sign up for patreon now there's a big sign up button you will not get charged for june it's five bucks a month for all of that for a guaranteed an episode a week plus more Tuesdays are going nowhere. I keep getting questions like, oh, so are you guys like, no, Tuesdays are staying right where they're at. Oh my God. Is that going to be one of those things that they they ask us a hundred times? Like, how are you going to keep the podcast going when Ashley moves? It's like, we've answered it already a hundred times, guys. This is going nowhere. It's sticking around and the next person to ask us gets their throat slit. Wow. Yeah. So (laughs) Thought, yes, yes, homie. My God, I just sometimes you take a stance, and I'm like, I have no choice, but I'm right behind you. Yeah, yes, okay, that's yeah, where we are your now. Your throat is slit. Yeah, yeah exactly. Got to be in my camp uh, always. And so Tuesdays are going nowhere. If you don't want to pay the five bucks, fine. Don't just stay right where you're at here with us on Tuesdays. Yeah. We love you anyway. But for those of you who want to ride or die with us, close down the bar with us, get the unplugged, uncut, extra additional content and access. Go to Patreon. And you won't regret mention, it. No, of course there's no regrets. I mean, if there is a regret, you just cancel your membership. Totally. And we'll send you the five freaking bucks, whatever, man. <laughs> we'll send you a Starbucks gift card. Yeah. And I'll get you half a latte for $5. <laughs> okay. So uh, the other reason that you want to join is because, and I mentioned, I think we mentioned this before, but we are having an event in August where you can legit sip with us. And, um, we are going to award if you are in the U S you and your bestie, a trip out, yes. uh, airfare and a hotel, and then just a party. And we're picking the winner based on those who have subscribed to Patreon. So mm-hmm. do it, do it. Anyway. Okay. All right. Um, next, next hangover. And we got another hangover. So for those of you who've kept up with the May podcasts, uh, which should be all of you, we <laughs> did two episodes of, falling even more in love with each other. And we did a call Mm. out to our SIP squad of, hey, try this and report Mm -hmm. back to us on how it went. We got a lot of you doing this with your significant others, with some family members, which I thought was cool that you wanted to get closer Mm. to. But my favorite one, I'm going to play for you right now, Ash. Are you ready for it? Yeah. Hey, Holly and Ashley. My name is Beth Lines, and I am a listener from North Carolina. I've been listening to you guys for the last two or three months now, and literally your podcast mean everything to me. But what I was giving you a voicemail about was that self-love or the um, how to fall in love with someone questionnaire you guys are doing. And I'm on a journey of radical self-love. And so I was able to sit down and answer this question for myself. And I will say it's helped me fall deeper in love with myself for stuff that I've gone through, stuff that I appreciate, my passions, um, just in general. So answering those questions are super, super helpful for um, falling in love with myself even more on my self-love journey. Thank you so much for what you guys do. I really enjoy listening to you guys, and I can't wait to hear more this week. Bye. 
Oh my God. Is that Beth? Was it Beth Fines or something? She said, um, oh my God, what a brilliant idea. And it makes me want to go through and read them again myself with that perspective. I love that. I loved it too. And I thought, (sighs) wow, she, that was the Trump card because the most important person you can love is yourself. I mean, we should actually quit the podcast and hand over the reins to her because she's a mastermind here. Clearly she won everything. Good job. Thank you for that. Okay. Last hangover topic. And then we're going to move on. I just want to clarify really quickly something that I said. This was three episodes ago now, our very first How to Make Someone Fall in Love With You episode. So we listened to every episode back and I heard something that I said back and I didn't love, I just thought I touched on it too quickly. So one of the questions on the How to Make Someone Fall in Love With You was, what are you most grateful for? In that moment, I thought about how grateful I am for, uh, and I know I'm a hard worker. I have a blessed life. I have a roof over my head. I have an education. I have a wonderful husband, but it, it took me in a different direction where I thought I wanted to acknowledge that, yes, I have all these things. Yes, I'm a hard worker, but I was also dealt a good hand. And Mm so when I heard it back, I thought, okay, at best people will know what I mean. Ashley knows what I mean. She Mm -hmm. knows my heart. I know the sip squatters. You guys know me, but at worst it could mean the direct opposite. And in this time in America, that is very dangerous So I just want to clarify like very specifically what I meant by privilege. I was born in the U.S. We both were, right? So we have free speech. I didn't have to worry about food in my mouth as a child. I didn't have to worry about getting an education because of my religion, my skin color, my sexual orientation. I don't have to deal with a lot of society's bullshit Mm -hmm. that's out there. And there are people who have to deal with so much bullshit Mm -hmm. um, and it is not okay. So I just want to clarify that everybody should be aware of areas where they're straight up don't have to deal with shit that other people in our SIP squad have to deal with. Mm -hmm. The SIP squad is a safe place for everybody. All genders, all sexual orientations, all religions, all races, we need to have each other's backs. And when we see someone struggling with something, with bullshit in our society, we need to speak up, we need to act, and we love all of you. So I just want to clarify that. We can move on. I just listened to a podcast with um, Oprah. Oprah Winfrey and Melinda Gates. And it was so interesting. And she talks a lot about kind of that. She's like, if you are a woman born in America, that is basically the most blessed thing that could have happened to you. Because she deals with a lot of people around the world in developing countries. And she talked about like, they're very charitable, you know, the Gates um, Foundation. And she talked about how, like, as she goes out into these countries in India, and it was, you guys should all listen to this podcast. It was very eye-opening and insightful, but she talks about how there's like problems we don't even, we don't even think about like women Mm -hmm. that don't have access to birth control. And so when they first went out, they made their big campaign to be about vaccinations too. Cause like the idea is, you know, if you vaccinate your child, then they live longer. And then women were like, okay, you're giving a shot to my baby, but like, what about the shot for me? The one that helps me not get pregnant again. And then she talked about Mm. all these women that she's seeing in all different countries in Africa and in, you know, Southeast and just the developing world and how she started realizing that like birth control was a real thing. And so then they were giving them condoms and then they were like, that's not what I need. I can't ask my husband to put this on. I need to do it in a way that he doesn't even know that I'm doing it. Like women just don't even have rights or power in so many places in the world. So I a hundred percent knew what you meant, but I do think it's a good thing to clarify that like, 
it doesn't mean that we think we're better. It just means we know that we're, we were very blessed to be given this life that we were given. And it's cool to be aware of other people that weren't given some of those same opportunities just based on where they were. You know, like the other thing that was amazing, she said she ran into, um, Oprah was like, have you ever had any of these people ask you to like take their kids? And she told a story. I think her name was Mina in India. And she asked her, the only hope I have for my children is if you take them back with you. And she's like, we had a 30 minute conversation. It wasn't anything about oh, that. I can't imagine. No. And she was like, I could tell she loved her children. I, and all of this stuff, like she was, you know, pouring her heart out. And then, you know, I asked her this question about like, what do you want for them or something? And she said, she thought she got really quiet and it was a very long pause. And she looked up oh. with tears in her eyes and said, my only hope for them in their future is if you can take them back with you. And like, I just can't imagine being in that position, you know? So no. anyway, yeah, it is, it is a real privilege to, and, and I think it's important that we recognize that it's not everyone is as fortunate, you know, so that we remember. Yeah. And also see other people's struggles mm -hmm. and act mm -hmm. because if we mm -hmm. don't speak up when we see something wrong, like I think about my brothers, you know, if you hear someone use the word retarded in a condescending way and we're kind of jumping, I yeah. mean, I'm just like speaking broadly here, you know, if you don't speak up, you're part of the yeah. problem. If you don't speak up when you see racism, you're part mm -hmm. of the problem. If you don't speak up at work where you see women being asked to take notes at every meeting and the men, the ones who are talking, you are part of the problem and you are keeping structures in place that are keeping people mm -hmm. down. So anyway, we can move on. But yeah, you know, so anyway, yeah. just want to clarify yeah, that. Good. <laughs> it's important. Yeah. And the SIP squad welcomes everybody. And we have each other's backs. Okay. Ashley. Tell me something I need to know. My what you need to know are just like silly things that I've learned over the last. I mean, we haven't actually recorded live since was the beginning of May. Is that yeah? When we it feels live? so good. So well, no, we recorded the Patreon, but it oh, still feels yeah. mm -hmm. like we're scratching an itch. It feels great. Yeah. So I know that you have some good shit for people. I just have like silly things. But the first thing that you need to know, and I go into ma massive detail about that. I have three things. Okay, how many do you have? I have two. Okay, great. So I'll, I'll, great. So you got to bring the right fucking passport. Okay. I go, <laughs> I go into massive detail about this on the Patreon episode, but like, don't you dare try to leave the country without the right passport. You I mean, I, you guys, I flew from Rome, from LA to Rome, got turned around, sent home back to LA, had my cousin meet me in LA with my passport. Cause I flew with the wrong one. And I went back to Rome or Milan or whatever, Italy. And that was, you know, and I waited 18 hours. And I mean, I was traveling for, I did the math. And it was like seven, like three days straight, just flying, just flying around town. And I'm not around town, around the freaking globe. And it was all because, and it seems like as I was going through it, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is like a small little piece of paper. You would think that it would be electronic by now. And at some point, maybe it will be in the next 50 years or something. It's crazy because how you could, people lose those all the time. Yeah. Like it's, I don't know, whatever, man, but that I will never make that mistake again. And I'm just warning you guys double, triple. And actually somebody was a total asshole. And she was like, two questions for you. One, how could you not triple check your documents before you left? And oh two, God. how are you not pissed at your husband? And I was like, block. But I really was like, do you feel like that's what I need right now is you to be like, how did you not triple check your documents? Cause I didn't, I don't know. I felt fine. But 
clearly I wasn't fine and I wish I would have triple checked she's still blocked and though if you guys go over to the patreon free episode and you listen to this nightmare oh my God. that will be all you need to hear to take I mean take this advice and run with it but if you have any questions about why you need to take this advice go listen to that episode oh because yeah. you do not want to deal with what ashley had to deal oh. with man yeah yeah okay, okay. What, do, what do we need to know call i am in the throes of postpartum world right now you guys i am a week and a couple days in with ben being here holy shit i you hear the stories of like new parenthood <laughs> stuff Man, I had no idea. You don't have any idea until you're in it. But I want to share a couple of postpartum essentials that are saving my life right now. And I thought this would be good for people who may be also in postpartum. Maybe you're pregnant and expecting. Maybe you have a friend who's pregnant or in postpartum and you're looking for good gift ideas or push presents. And so this should have you covered. But one, I think a lot of people, when people are pregnant, they go to like buy clothes, which is very, very sweet and nice. Mm -hmm. But I have found clothes to be the last thing that I'm super <laughs> interested yeah. in right now. Like, yeah. I don't have time. You were right about the buttons. I mean, my God, oh. I tried to outfit with buttons Who and I was like, I the just hell? can't ever oh my God. no you throw them all out in fact yeah. shred them baby clothes with buttons you guys do not buy parents baby clothes it doesn't matter how cute the print is it's a waste yeah. of everyone's time in life so it's not that clothes are a bad idea especially clothes with zippers and that are smart clothes because people really need those like things that are easy to put on because we have never done so much laundry in our lives mm -hmm. but let me tell you some other ideas that could be good taking care of your boobs okay so for those of you who want to breastfeed, are breastfeeding, or know someone who will, <laughs> one of the best gifts that I got was nipple cream. And we're going on, we tell you guys everything, but yeah. in the hospital, you know, we did our first breastfeed with Ben and I thought it was going to be this sweet, like bonding thing. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that babies turn into white walkers when they smell their mother's <laughs> mouth. I mean, he was like, <gasps> like, and it's like a... An intense oh, suction like, is it's like a snake coming yeah. in, like yeah. just real. It's, yeah. So mm -hmm. I started using, <laughs> you know, just going in for the attack. I'm thinking right. the Taylor Swift uh, yes, snake video. from. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I started using nipple cream from the very first feed. So the best time to use it is before anything bad happens, because you hear stories of nipples bloody In extreme cracked. pain chapping crack it hurts to take a shower i never experienced any of that oh wow because i used a nipple cream before there was ever any issue so literally after every single feed i douse the ladies with a cream one that's worked really well is from Bamboobies, B-A-M-B-O-O-B-I-E-S. So um, that is a great gift to give someone, along with a great breastfeeding pillow that has saved my life. Newborns don't know what to do. My breast friend mm -hmm. <laughs> has been the one that I like the best. A great nursing bra. So the one that I'll recommend, I actually found this on Wirecutter. I've talked about that before, um, but it's the Cake lingerie women's nursing bra you can get it on amazon i'll add all the links the last thing i'll say is one of i didn't take classes before 
giving birth, but the best thing I, I did take one class and it was a breastfeeding class. And it's from Melkol. It's from the follow on Instagram, Mommy Labor Nurse. Mm. If you're pregnant, um, this mm. is a great person to follow. I learned so that was she was my class, was Mommy Labor Nurse. Just really, really, really good pieces of advice. And she does a class for $20 on just breastfeeding called Melkology. That was so beneficial to me. And it really helped me get into a mindset for what I would need to know. The other things that are saving my life, you guys, just if you know someone um, or looking for good gifts, burp rags. I've never gone through so many burp Mm -hmm. rags. Like, my God, just get if you give someone like 50 burp rags, they might not thank you at the time, but they they will thank you in postpartum (laughs) and it won't be enough. Yeah. Yeah, it's, you know, so other things saving my life. Thank you, Ashley, for getting me the outlet. None of this is sponsored, you guys. This is real stuff that's helping me right now. The outlet, it's a little monitor that goes on your child's foot. It links up. To an alarm if their heart rate or what is it their heart and rate oxygen. or their oxygen if those are out of whack the alarm will sound so ashley has told the story on the pod before about how this actually saved revy's life so that is the number one benefit of it i will say the things that have taken sleep away from me this first week are actually not being able to sleep when Ben is awake, but then worrying Mm -hmm. about every sound, every movement. I mean, he sounds like a Jurassic Park. Like, (laughs) I mean, it's just like crazy. Like when you lay him down, the sounds that come, I'm like, are we in a jungle? Like what is going on? And I found myself before we got the outlet hooked up, like just worried, like turning on the lights and just looking Mm -hmm. at him. Like, is he breathing? Mm -hmm. Is everything okay? That was taking away a lot of sleep for me. We got this hooked up, peace of mind. I love being able to just check on the app from my bed when you get those precious couple hours and not have to spin yourself out. Ashley also let me borrow her Snoo, which is a robot bed. It does not work for every baby, but if it works for yours, it is priceless. Ben loves it. I couldn't be more thankful for technology and robots right now. (laughs) And then I just have two more things. But Chris, for my push, one of my push presents got me a pair of AirPods. How many did he get you? Two. Got me two. Like all the good stuff. AirPods and then a MacBook or whatever. Yeah. I was, yeah. He's a good guy. But the AirPods have been awesome because when you don't have hands Mm. anymore, you lose your hands Mm -hmm. when you have a baby. Mm -hmm. You just do. (laughs) You guys know what I mean. You know, you're breastfeeding, you're carrying them around, you just don't have, you just need more hands. And taking phone calls, I've been listening to audible books when I breastfeed, like being able to go out on just walks, something to look forward to to have in my ears, just a cool upgraded headphone. The AirPods have been awesome. I know I'm late to the game on this. A lot of you were like, duh, but especially right now in this time in my life, I've been loving them. And then last thing I'll say, food, a great gift idea. If someone has just given birth in your life, drop them off some snacks. It can be really helpful. Obviously meals are helpful, but snacks have been what I've been really gravitating towards. My friend brought me over these Nature Valley almond butter biscuits. Mm. I've been living off of them. They're so good. Protein shakes. I've been, I know a lot of you are in the, use this, but I, Shakeology has saved my life. Shoot Ashley a message if you're interested in that. But I've been living off of Shakeology and protein shakes and bone broth has really been saving my life as well. So those are my postpartum essentials. Ash, what else do I need to know? Okay. Next thing you need to know is I am gluten intolerant. You guys already know this. In Europe, 
I had heard a rumor that the way that they process their food is not the same as here. Um, and so I had heard people that have like severe allergies in America can eat whatever over there. Well, I put really, yes, Colleen. That's so weird. I put this theory to the test. If I eat gluten here, if I eat any bread product here, it feels like my stomach is trying to digest spiky rocks. It is incredibly painful. I bloat like crazy. I am in, I'm doubled over in pain at this point. And I ate all the pastries, all the pizza, all the pasta, all the bread, all the noodles, all the everything. And then I've know people that have sensitivities to dairy here that can have dairy over in Europe. I don't, I don't have a problem with dairy, so I can't like sit, but I put that to the test and I'm just saying it, I had a little bit of anxiety the first night we landed in Italy. So with my whole, we were supposed to have three days in Italy and with my whole thing, I ended up having eight hours, but I got Italian pizza and wine. And I had a little bit of anxiety about like, oh my God, is this, right. am I going to die? Gonna ruin like, my life. Ru- yeah. But I did it and it tasted amazing. I wish I would have eaten more of it, but I was just nervous, whatever. Cause it doesn't hit me right away. It hits me the next day. No pain, no problem, no nothing. And as wow. I talked about this on Instagram, people are like, yep, yep, yep. That's the thing. I can eat anything I want. So then it also was like, what the fuck is wrong with America? Why are we processing right. our shit? It, like what, what is going on? And also the way that I ate in Europe, I would have been so bloated every morning here. And I just felt like a lean bean. Like it's like, and my friend that was there, she was like, leftovers kind of aren't a thing here. Like if you have food leftover, you kind of don't take it home because there's no preservatives. Like it just doesn't keep. And I'm like, whoa, wow. Like, why don't we, I don't know, whatever. So if you're going to Europe and you have any sort of food intolerances, you might have anxiety, bring some digestive enzymes just in case. But I feel like you'd be fine. I mean, it's like a body vacation. It was insane. And then I just couldn't eat enough of it because it felt like, like a, like I was, you know, on another planet or something. Like I was in a dream living this dream life where I could have bready, doughy, yummy carbs again. Cause gluten free shit here. Yeah. It was invincible. I was untouchable. You know the? did you ever play Mario Brothers where they hit the star and then it's like do 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 and they're like racing through and all the enemies <laughs> yeah. like they can't oh, you yeah. can kill everything. Yeah. You were that. I was you that. were a star power. No, I was star yeah. power. Everything was bouncing yeah. off of me. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. Wow. So cool. Yeah, just so you know, yeah. anyone now you're back. Now I'm back. That I know, sucks. now I'm back and it's a nightmare. Gluten I went hell. out to eat last weekend for John's birthday and this place sir I ordered corn tortilla tacos because they it was like a beer place that they picked first of all they had one beer that was gluten-free and I ordered it and they're like oh we're out of that so I was like fuck you fine I'll have a tequila and then I ordered (laughs) then I ordered these tacos corn tortilla I'm like now is that going to be gluten for like as a saw and he's like oh no that's fine and so I ordered it they come out they serve me I have one of the tacos and it's so good and I'm kind of buzzed up so it took me a minute and then I was like wait a minute that's too good that's too doughy that's too delicious and I looked at the other taco I had just eaten one I looked at the other one and I was like oh my god this is a flour tortilla And I was like, excuse me, like what? And then the guy's like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. And he comes back and he's like, oh, we're out of corn. So they, the kitchen just swapped it. And I got so pissed off because I'm like, I'm, you're, you basically ruined tomorrow for me. You have ruined tomorrow. You don't give a shit. This is not okay. If I had celiacs, I could be hospitalized right now. Like, what are you doing with your, I was so livid. I was livid. 
and the guy just did, was yeah. like, mm, wait, and the manager came in and he's like, I'm mm, sorry, is there anything else we can get you? I'm like, um, no, that's not, I'm like, our whole tab should be like, this is a massive deal you got. And like, and whatever. And I started crying mm-hmm. kind of for effect, oh, but whoa. also I was just really frustrated. Good. You know, I really wanted to be like, yeah. cause they just didn't get it. So then I started crying, but I also was so frustrated. Cause I'm like, I want to be able to eat and drink here and you have no options. And then you sub something in for me that now I'm going to be doubled over in pain tomorrow. Thank you. Like whatever. Did they, did they do anything? Did they, he picked up up, uh, just John and I's meal. I want him to, there was like eight of us that I feel like they should have taken the whole tab because if I had celiacs and I would have gone to the hospital, that bill would have been insane. So like, and then I would have sued the fuck out of that place. I mean, this turns out this is an explicit episode, but I was very angry. I can tell. Yeah. But also rightfully so. Yeah. Because that's not, it's not, I mean, that's you don't just sub something. Yeah. No, whatever. I mean, what if, yeah, the whole premise of that, like allergies are serious. People big die. Mm-hmm. They need to get their shit together, yeah. especially if they're serving the public. Okay. What okay. else? I've got a what to watch update. Yeah, you guys. Yeah. I know a lot of you are very excited for summer. The sun's coming out. You want to do outside things. Let me tell you what. Buy your television indoors is where you're going to want to be. In <laughs> June. And let me tell you what. <laughs> This is serious. I can't remember being this excited for television in quite okay, a while. Okay, I can't by the wait. Time this, by the time this podcast airs next week, we're going to be like a day or two away from pretty much all this. Wait, I only know about I one of it. them. I don't know about, so I'm, I, when I said I can't wait, it's like, I can't wait to hear what you have to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Handmaid's freaking yeah. tale. That's June 5th. Which it's right around the corner, you guys. Um, We are going to talk about Handmaids on Patreon. We're going to talk a lot of TV. It's just all going to be bonus stuff for you guys. So it's going to be like a little uh, TV club. But June 5th, Handmaid's Tale comes back. That's the one where they release one episode at a time, right? Not a yeah. whole season. Yeah, it's on Hulu, okay. so it's going to be a yeah. slow burn. I kind of don't mind, as much as I want to binge all of it, I kind of also like being able to enjoy it. It's hard. It's so hard. It's regardless. hard. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Big Little Lies. <gasps> comes back so we get handmaids on june 5th then we get big little lies on the 9th oh my god yeah big little lies is coming back oh with meryl streep i rewatched <gasps> this so i forgot how short Smart. season one is it's only like seven episodes so if mm. you have not watched it it's a quick hit mm-hmm. Rewatching it back it's like oh my god this show's even more brilliant than i thought like i knew i really? loved it i knew it was brilliant but like i'm not going to spoil it for anyone but you know the stairs big deal and the oh uh uh-huh yeah yeah i can't believe (laughs) how many times they they for they showed the stairs like as i rewatched it back it was really cool and oh really even though you appreciate um, it Mm -hmm. yeah you know the kids of the the alec nicole kidman and alex yeah well their boy says yeah i don't even know or whatever i couldn't even try you know what they ended up they were the I can't, I don't want to spoil everything, but they were the, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they, it's kind of amazing watching it back. Like how much violence they were actually exposed to, like through the television, through the games they were playing. Like it was just, Oh, that you didn't even, didn't even pick up on. So guys, 
Big Little Lies. Go watch season one. Rewatch it if you've already seen it, because turns out I kind of loved that more than even watching it the first time. Coming back to you. Okay. Black Mirror. I know you don't watch Black mm. Mirror, but mm -mm. it is one of my absolute favorites. Totally morbid. Creepy. It will freak you the fuck out. So if you're sensitive <laughs> to things or don't like dark shows, Black Mirror is not for you. But it is on Netflix. It's coming June 7th. I think it's a br absolutely brilliant show. It makes you think it's incredible. Okay. Looking at, oh, and then something that's available right now. Have you heard of Chernobyl on HBO? No, I've heard of like Chernobyl, Chernobyl. The event, but not. Yes. So Chernobyl is, um, what they did was they made that event into a mini series on HBO. It's out right now. It's like six episodes or so. For those of you who don't know Chernobyl, it was a catastrophic nuclear accident. It happened in the eighties in Ukraine. This show is will win awards. I mean, in terms of the way that they create so much fear as you're watching it about everything, you're like, oh, my God, I'm scared of rocks. I'm scared of the wind. I'm scared. I mean, it's crazy the way that they were able to create such tension yeah. with this event. It really captures the catastrophe wow. and bigness of the event. The, it's very high budget. You can tell the acting, the cinematography, the shots that they're able to pull off. It, this is a the, you, this is a this is a great a okay. Chernobyl is really really good. Lastly, I'll round it out with a movie that's they did a sneak peek at Bridgeport Village here in Oregon, so I was able to see this early. But the movie Booksmart, it's directed by Olivia Wilde. This is also an A. Have you seen it? No, but I saw Taylor Swift talked about it on her Instagram story. I loved this movie. It is a perfect date night movie. It's a perfect movie for going out with friends. Don't watch it with your family. It is like not something you want to be. It's like kind of raw and raunchy, but also very fresh. It's about these two high school girls who were like straight laced, straight A's. They got into the best colleges and they realized the popular kids who also had a good time in high school got into those same colleges. They're like, why didn't we have more fun in high school? So their last night in high school before graduation, they try and basically do all the things like go oh. they, <laughs> it is so good it's hilarious it feels like I said very fresh very 2019 but the undercurrent of it is like a very real story about friendship oh, that I yeah. thought was very beautiful so it actually made me think of us because it was like these two ride or die like it just it there's a lot about it especially female friendship that I thought was just really cool so go see Booksmart I loved it I have a I question gave it an a plus, actually I loved it so much Yes. Uh, when Taylor shared about that, she was like, go see Storybook or something. Did you see her story when she shared about that? Um, no, I didn't. And she was like, in this house, we because in this house, we support Olivia Wilde. And I oh. di didn't understand the controversy around Olivia Wilde. I'm like, isn't every house in support of Olivia Wilde? Like, is there a controversy around her? I don't her? think so. You know? No, I think she's okay. uncontroversial. Not controversial. Why would Taylor say that then? I don't know. I, don't know. I was like, what's going on here? Maybe she's just a, a big ride or die. Like in this house, mm. we're fan, we're fangirls or something. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Anything All else right. I need to know? I'm just I'm done. this last one again. Like guys, Colleen brought the value this time. I brought the who gives a shit, but uh, who gives a sip. But my last one is okay. So Revy gets sick on this week. She a couple days ago, right? Let's see, maybe. Tuesday. Tuesday, she wakes up from her nap. I'm holding her. She burps. It smells like stomach acid. And then one second later, she 
pukes all over me. And I was like, whoa, what was that about? Maybe it was the burp that like, cause she has got a strong gag reflex. Fine. So we're up and she's acting totally happy after that. I mean, we clean everything up and then feed her dinner. We fed her pizza for dinner, which probably not the smartest move. We put her down for bed pukes everything up. I mean, we had to change the whole crib do, 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 get her cleaned up, give her another bath. And she's out running around so happy as a clam. And I'm like, what is going on? So I asked on social media, they're like, maybe acid reflux, maybe a bug, maybe she's teething, like whatever. A couple days later, what was yesterday? Thursday, two days later. So Wednesday night, I start going to bed. I feel nauseous. I start, I'm dreaming about nausea and I woke up like at 11, went to bed at 10, woke up at 11, felt really nauseous, woke up at midnight and I was like, oh, there's no way I'm, I'm, something's coming up. Puked my brains out all night, shit my brains out all day. Couldn't like do anything. Like I was so, like my energy was so depleted and my stomach was like, it was almost like I thought I had food poisoning or something because it was like that Crampy. cramping, like seizing, painful. Um, mm-hmm. So I didn't know what it was. Again, went to social media and they were like, so my what you need to know if there's any moms, because I just don't know anything about kids. Like, and even John was, were like, what? This doesn't make sense. People were like, oh no, you got what Revy had. And I'm like, well, Revy like functioned and she didn't have diarrhea and like she was fine. And they right. were like, I have, you know, I can't tell you how many messages I got. So this is just for moms that don't know anything. Like, you know, right, I don't right, know anything right. that kids sicknesses are different like maybe this is common sense but it wasn't for me the way because like you know if you get a cold and I catch the cold I'm probably going to experience it very similar like the symptoms are going to be the same it's probably going to be the similar duration it's not like that in kids and I got tons of messages from people being like I have five kids and all five of them you know were affected we all got the same thing and we were all affected differently the littlest one was affected the least or I have three kids and like my youngest, they puke and then they're, they puke one or two times and then they're fine. When it hit us adults, we were taken out for days. And so I had no idea because like, if, if I would have had that, like if Revy would have had what I had in the way that I had it, like she'd be dead, like legit dead. I don't know how her little body could process it. Um, so it's very interesting that like, I don't know, that illnesses are affect you differently at different ages, yeah, I guess. I had no idea. I had no yeah. idea. I so don't, I don't think this is common sense. I think that this is a what everyone needs to know thing. This yeah. Is legit. So just yeah, so yeah, yeah. you guys know, like, yeah. And, and I think it's cool that it just goes back to science, I guess. Our bodies are really, really smart and little babies can't handle like the level of sickness we get. I don't know why we would get it worse, but anyway, I just found it very interesting. And so it was a like learning for me this week and maybe that's not helpful, but it's what you need to know anyway. Okay. Ashley, I'm glad you shared it. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. You know exactly where I'm headed, don't you? I know where you're headed. Uh, Because I got something else I want to share with the entire Speaking about learning things. Yeah. Which is Skillshare. (laughs) That transition was a good one. Guys, I'm really excited about this ad partner. Like really, really excited. So Skillshare is an online learning community that offers thousands of classes, amazing classes, like so many classes. <laughs> all um, the classes. I mean, like, all the, like, think of a class they They've have. Got it. It. Like, I went, 
I mean, dozens of creative entrepreneurial skills, anything from photography to creative writing to design, productivity. I mean, I browsed the Skillshare online website and thought, oh my God, if I spent some dedicated time here, I could really the world. Like, conquer the world. Mm -hmm. But whether you're returning to a longtime passion project, challenging yourself to get outside of your comfort zone, exploring something new, you know, there were a lot of classes that I looked on here and I thought, oh, Oh my gosh, for our, our love uh, podcast project would be great to take. Mm. Regardless of what you're challenging yourself with, Skillshare has classes for you. Yeah, I was when they first reached out to be like, hey, want to talk about this? I'm like, mm, what are you? And then we started looking into it and we were like, okay, this is actually really rad because, and I don't know if you guys have heard this saying, but they say, if you're not, if you're not growing or if you're not learning, you're dying. I am a huge mm -hmm. fan, both Colleen and I are, of constantly learning, developing new skills. It just makes life more interesting and it's really fun. And I have had it on my goal board for years now to learn photography. And it seems really overwhelming, but especially now having a kiddo, like I want to capture these moments because I don't know if you've noticed this and this is a small thing, but like even five years ago, the photos that we took on our iPhone are not the same. So I want to learn photography yeah. on like a good camera and they have easy and, you know, intermediate advanced photography classes. So I'm super, super excited about that. And then just pursuing, pursuing all the other channels, like as I've got time, just developing my skills to make life more fun. Totally. So join the millions of students already learning on Skillshare today. We've got a special offer just for the SIP squad. Get two months of Skillshare for free. That's right two months for free, <laughs> just for the SIP squad, unlimited access to thousands of classes. To sign up, go to Skillshare.com slash SIP. Again, go to Skillshare.com slash SIP. Get your two months started now. That is Skillshare.com slash SIP. All right, baby. Let's get into some Hot, Hot Topics. topics. Well, yeah. That was a good one. Wow, we really, that was really nice. We were ready really to jazzy. sing songbirds <laughs> over here. Hey, what do you think of the name Psalm West? That's the Kim and Kanye's Not new right, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fine. Yeah. I think it's yeah. fine. Yeah, I think it's fine, too. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Good talk. That was steamy. <laughs> steamy. 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 Um, um, did you see her, like, announcement on Instagram, though? It was, like, a text message from Kanye where he's like, it's a blessed Mother's Day song no. or something. It was almost I like, is that how they landed on the anymore. name? Go to Kim's. Well, where's my phone? Instagram. Oh, yeah. Like, tell I'll me check what you think of this text message because I saw that and I was like, "Is that how they landed on their baby's name?" Was just this text message from Kanye. Um, Wait, where is it? Kim. It's under Kim's, and it's oh, where'd it go? Maybe she deleted. She must have deleted it. it, or maybe it's well because I heard that there was a bunch of controversy about she put up some picture of Psalm in the bassinet and got all this like pushback on it and then she was had to defend it because it wasn't safe she was like this was just staged for the photo it wasn't like that's not how they he sleeps all the time but I oh. wonder if she deleted it because of that yeah I'm texting it to you right now I just googled oh, good. it and I found what I was looking for yeah this is what she posted she had to have taken it down but I saw this and it's it, so Kanye's texting her it's a text message from Kanye that Kim just put on Instagram beautiful Mother's Day with the arrival of our fourth child we are blessed beyond measure we have everything we need which is a sweet text but also just a little like I don't know 
it just was a little strange. She posted just this text. I was like, did he tell you this in person or do you guys just like text right, these things together? Is that mm-hmm. like your Mother's Day card? Like what is <laughs> what Yeah. Is because also I feel like their relationship is very strange. Do you watch the Kardashians? Yeah. Like I just feel so, like, I, I, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's a very strange relationship to me. Um, it's great that it's working out for them, but like I find it very strange. But you're right. This is a weird like, it's like he's trying yeah. to write a song lyric or something here. Yeah, I don't know. He's doing an interview. So have you seen the new David Letterman show, mm-hmm. My Next Guest Needs No Introduction? It's like a Mm-mm. curtain call from Dave Letterman. Oh, I've seen ad things or something for that. He's got Kanye as a guest on that. It'll be out oh, by gosh. the time this pod airs. But I think Kanye oh, talks a lot about, thing. like, his bipolar and disorder. Oh, does he have bipolar? Up. Yes, he does. Disorder? Yes. That he's, Is that common knowledge? I don't know. But he talks, he opens up, I guess he's gotten a lot of accolades early just from things that have been released about the interview on bringing more awareness to it and talking about it. So I'm looking forward to hearing it actually. Yeah. But there is, I think maybe he'll be clarifying because you know how there was a month where it was like whoa Kanye what is he oh he's he's going crazy yeah Yeah. he was probably actually struggling with something very serious and it looks like it's maybe under control but we'll have to watch that check it out but he David Letterman's also bringing out like Ellen DeGeneres who's I guess has a really intense interview she just opened up about being molested as a child (gasps) and because then I just saw something about her mom like on Instagram I didn't know what that was about it was like her mom Ellen told her when she was little or something and her mom didn't believe her and she there was this quote that's from her mom that was like I didn't have the capacity or whatever um but you know if anyone tells you that something happens when they're little like believe them something like that wow and then didn't he also have like Barack Obama or some like some president on there I thought I don't know yeah Yeah, he had he did yeah he did have Barack in season one yeah. 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 Okay. That's where I think I've seen the, the, the show, but I haven't seen any of it. Okay, great. Well, that those are two big things. Okay. Here's a hot topic. We talked about uh, Jeff and Mackenzie Bezos, Amazon mm-hmm, mm-hmm, split. Mm-hmm. Right. Mackenzie became one of the richest people in the world when oh, that happened. Right. She released a statement saying that she had a disproportionate amount of money to share. She signed the Giving Pledge, which is an exclusive group of billionaires like Warren Buffett, Bill Gates, they're committing to giving half of their fortune away to charity. So she's giving half of the 35 bill away. Mm -hmm. So I read this headline and I was like, Mm -hmm. what a boss move, man. Mm -hmm. Like she's just brilliant and smart and also clearly charitable and recognizes that who needs $35 billion and I'm going to do something great with the world. What pissed me off is she's gotten so much backlash for this. All over the internet. Because why? They're like, that's not your money to give or something? No. Like, people are, oh, is it going to be, is she going to be, have political ambitions? Who cares if she has political ambitions? Like, Yeah. You're even 12 bill or 13, whatever. What's that, 37? What are you giving? Oh, I guess 16. People are saying, is it just for taxes? People are saying like, oh, there's holes in this because these billionaires, they end up collecting faster than they give. And it's like. Why are we hating on people giving billions of dollars to important causes? I just don't. None mm-hmm. of that outweighs 
the good that this money can yeah. do. I don't get it, man. Yeah, it's really it's it's really dumb. I just feel like that reminds me of something else, but I can't think of what it is. But it's like people doing good shit and then other people just shitting on that. And I just feel like there's always people that are complaining. I don't know why. I don't know why. It's it's very frustrating that people aren't just more supportive and excited yeah. about humans doing good things. Or like thinking there's ulterior motives or I don't know. Like what is the downside to someone giving away $17 billion to charity? Like where is the downside in that? I don't see one. So I don't, I don't know. That's, I didn't know there was a lot of backlash. Why do we have to try and find one? Why do we have to undercut her? Like why do, why do we create a situation where people don't want to give now if they're just going to be like, well, I don't know. Just. This is kind of like, remember when. Weren't you saying when the the fires of Southern California happened and Aaron Rodgers pledged to give like, I don't know, 500,000 or something mm-hmm. to this town and his brother came out and was like, he didn't even live there. Like, what does he care about this town? And it's like, who cares? Who cares? Yeah. He's giving money to rebuild a town that was completely devastated. I don't care totally. what his motives are. Like, yeah. F you, bro. You know? Yeah. But yeah. Stupid. I actually, yeah, I agree. I actually don't care about the motive that much as long as the outcome yeah. is doing good. Yeah. Like, you know, whatever. Yeah. Okay. Last hot topic. We're blowing yep. through these quick because we're, we're agreeing flying. on everything. But this one yeah. I'm curious about. Okay. Katy Perry just released a new song. Blech. The song is called. With Diddy, right? Or something? Uh, no, it's just Katy oh. on the track. Okay. But this one, it just, it just dropped last night. Mm. Anyway, it's fresh. It's called Never Really Over. It actually kind of sounds like it could be a Taylor song. Like it's got Don't. that. I'm telling you. I think, and, and I'm not saying, hey, hold on, hold on. So <laughs> in a way that maybe she's copying is what I'm getting at. So like, okay. it's like very rhythmic um, over a track that has like some drums. You know, it just kind of seems, I, the very first time I heard it, I thought, is she kind of copying Taylor? Like, this kind of sounds me-ish, but then here's the kicker. Last night, I'm listening to the new Katie song. I go on Twitter. Every once in a while in Twitter, I will search Taylor Swift just to see what the just to see what the buzz is about. Well, last night she added she has a playlist on Apple called Playlist by Me. It's actually a great playlist. I feel like I know where you're going. She added this song. No, she didn't. Last night she did. It is in a select. (sighs) It is in a select group of songs, and I felt like it's significant. There has been that is significant. It's significant. The buzz is that maybe there's a collaboration between the two of, of course. them. Colleen, what are we going to do? That's what, what I'm asking you. Do? I need guidance here. I need <laughs> you to shine the light down a dark path of we're at a crossroads. Okay. Here's the thing. Here's what I think we need to do. I think we need to listen to it to support Taylor, but we are not allowed to like it. I listened right? to it Taylor twice already. Yeah. No, I no, not that song. If there's a collab. Oh, their collab. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, we can listen to it because the downloads are going to be great for Tay. Like, she doesn't care if we like it or not. She just cares about the download. So, like, we'll download it to support her, but we will show that we are not in support by hating it, you know? What if it's great? It's what not if going it's to a be. great track. Colleen, that's not an option. Ash, what if we go to a Taylor performance and the guest no, is Katy Perry? No, no, And she comes out Oh, my out God, do you know how like loud amazing. I will boo? I will boo so loud. <laughs> what if it's, like, I'm the best performance we've tomatoes. ever seen? I'm packing tomatoes in my clear bag but they make us wear clear bags to these stadiums i'm packing tomatoes and water balloons full of snot in my bag and i'm throwing them at katie perry don't you think that would hurt taylor's feelings do we want to hurt i taylor's don't feelings? care 
Taylor. Whoa. You don't. This is the thing. I like Taylor. I don't, I don't love her like idea that she needs to reconcile with all these. Like in that yeah. song where it's like, this is why we can't have nice things. When she's like, and so when she's like, um, and here's to you, because forgiveness is a nice thing to do. <laughs> I can't even say it with a straight face. It's like, yeah. yeah, but take that actually and mean it. Like, stop right. doing this whole, like, we've got to be besties with everyone, rise above. No, sometimes you got to play the low card. You got to be the pe- petty ass bitch, you know? I think that's the biggest takeaway of this whole episode. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's yes. like, we don't take the high road. No. Sometimes go as low as, as possible. possible. Yeah. Exactly. And take pride and, and, take and pride double it. down on it. Yeah, I agree with you. Fine, I'll do it <laughs> too. Pack Fine. extra tomatoes for me. Yep. Okay, we got carried away. I used the same transition last time for this one. Make it better. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, I forgot what we were transitioning to. Away. Yeah. Hey. Hey, away. <laughs> oh, my God, I have an idea. I have an idea what? about this transition. What? Guys, do it. you know what is the biggest rant from last week? or whatever, my traveling. Ooh. You know what is the biggest yeah. rave about that situation? My away luggage. That was really <laughs> a lot better. Yeah. Okay, guys. These suitcases, holy cow, unrivaled in strength and impact. <laughs> the interior features a patent-pending compression system, which is great because if you're anything like me, you tend to overpack. Oh, God, You yeah. don't really know, so you pack it all. And uh, the compression system will help you get even more in your bag. Something that I love that these bags have 360 degree spinner wheels so that you can just cruise around that airport. (laughs) TSA approved combination lock built into the top of the bag to prevent theft. Removable washable laundry bag. It keeps the dirty clothes separate from the clean. I don't know. I mean, this is like it goes on and on and on. They have a lifetime warranty. If anything breaks, they're going to fix it for you. Free shipping to all of the lower 48 states with your order. Guys, I don't know what else you could possibly want. Oh, do you want to charge your technology? They got that too. All of the carry-ons are able to charge cell phones, tablets, e-readers, you want it, you got it. That's like one of my favorite things. Actually, when I went, okay, two things here. One of John's bags got lost when we were on this travel nightmare and it was a duffel bag. And I, we finally got it back after 19 days and there was stuff missing out of it, stolen out of it. And like things just, they had we had pill con- like vitamin containers and stuff that were plastic sealed that they opened and just dumped in the bag. I would have loved a TSA approved lock called because this thing was floating around the world for 19 days. And if it had been in a way bag, it would have been safe and secure. Instead, it was rummaged mm. through. But the other thing that I love about it, I really do love that battery charger. So it's super sleek looking. I love the compartments. I love the laundry bag. That's a massive feature. But I love that battery charger. It's like, you you know, you never have to find an outlet at an airport. You just plug it in right to your bag. You know where your bag is. Mm. It's the best. So if you want $20 off your suitcase, visit awaytravel.com slash sip and use promo code sip during your checkout. That's $20 off your first suitcase at awaytravel.com and use promo code sip during checkout. Mm, you know what I hate is trying to find outlets anywhere, mm. like at the airport, no, at Starbucks. Anyway, that's um, these bags, man. So what you're saying is we should take these bags with us everywhere yeah. we go. 
out to yep. dinner, out to Starbucks, yeah. just everywhere. Yeah. Forget like your Agreed. travel I couldn't needs, agree more. your life needs, you know, just right. Right. I don't know. Yeah, they're like, oh, take it every time you get an Uber, take it to the airport. Nope, we're just uh, headed to the movies, but got my charger here. <laughs> you know? Oh, I know. Oh, yeah. I, know. I think we just had a That's your new big purse. life hack. That's your new yeah, purse. <gasps> oh, my God. We just discovered something brilliant. Because now we also don't have to carry purses on our shoulders. Is, we could just yeah. wheel around this. That's an, I mean, these 360 degree wheels and the whole shebang. I mean, I think. That is a life hack. Wow. I feel so energized by this. Like this is just <laughs> my whole life has just changed. It stopped on its oh, yeah, I know. it's amazing. Ash. Tell me about some something that sucks though, because you're on a real high. I got a rant and rave in a combo. So you do your rant oh, first. Then I got a story and then you close it out with your rave. Because mine is intertwined. Okay. This is kind of a small one. Tell me if this is relevant. If not, I have another one. Okay. You know when you know when you're watching IG stories and you go to reply because you want to reply to something that they're saying, and then you send your reply and it starts that story over again? Yes. Is that annoying to you? Yes. <laughs> it's so it's so annoying. annoying to me. It used to not be like that. It's it used so to be like annoying. They say something and then you send them a reply and then the, it just picks up right from where you left off instead yeah. of having to watch the whole 15 sec, basically 15 seconds over again. Yep. I hate that it restarts at the beginning. I just feel like I don't understand why they're doing things that are making our lives difficult. I don't either. I don't either. Everything should be easier, especially with stories are supposed to be the quick yeah. hit. I don't have time to even see a post. That's why I'm on stories. No. So yeah, don't make me the work The other thing they're it. doing now, the stories are doing, for those of you who don't story, you won't get it, but like they allow you to record more than four at a time, you know, but then the second you stop recording, it all the other ones after four go away. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. It's so. I think annoying. that just happened to you that yesterday, happened to right? me yesterday. Here yeah. I was on a real. You I think, was on, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm nailing just, it. Yeah. And then it cuts yeah. off everything. And it's like, psych, sucker, re-record. It's the voicemail equivalent of the robot on the. It's the equivalent mm. of the robot voicemail. Like, yes. Same. You know, if you're satisfied with your message, it's like, no, I'm not. No, I'm not been satisfied. ruining my life. You're really effing this up for me. Get it together. Yeah. 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 Anyway. I'm pissed. I'm pissed. All right. I got a story for you. So this isn't like, I just want to share a little bit about my life and kind of the, the peaks and the valleys at the moment. And I got a story that summarizes like, I think the whole last week of my life. Oh. And for those of you with kiddos, you'd be like, welcome to the club. But, mm -hmm. um, okay. So we came home from the hospital I was feeling pretty confident that Chris and I were going to be able to teamwork this out like we yeah. got it, right? Coming home from the hospital was really beautiful. The dogs were acclimating. Mm. We watched like a little show. Chris made dinner. I'm like, man, like this is just going to be the best, like warm and cozy new family. Okay, great. My milk came in the night we came home from the hospital. And let me tell you what, little sweet Ben was like a man in the desert seeing a glass of water for the first time. I mean, as soon my milk came in at like midnight, my God, he wanted more and it was insatiable, right? Yummy. So 
we go to bed. He wakes up like 30 minutes later. And I told Chris, uh, Chris sleeps through anything. I was like, hey, I got this. Like, no I'm problem. going to handle the night shift um, because if Chris can get a good night's sleep, then the next day I can sleep more and we can kind of trade off mm-hmm. and he can take care of me, right? So Ben wakes up. He's pissed. He's White Walker status, <laughs> thrashing around. He needs the works. He needs the diaper change. He needs the burp. Because he won't calm down enough to feed. So I get his diaper changed. I burp him. I finally, like he's seeing red. I finally get him calmed down enough to eat, right? But in this time that he's like thrashing around, Betty stays, like we have a guest bedroom and she has like a little crate area. Um, She stays in there. She starts losing her shit right so betty starts like freaking out she can't get out of her crate she's howling ben like unlatches from a feeding he's like losing his shit again i at this point it's been an hour of trying to get him to calm down i'm tired i'm exhausted i yell at chris i was like i need help and i have tears coming down my eyes i'm in like a separate room I call Chris three times on his phone. He doesn't pick up. I mean, guys, he sleeps through everything. We have a sound machine in the bedroom. I can't just get up and go wake him up because I've got baby in my arms. I I have, if you've seen my breast friend pillow, it's like attaches around your waist. So I've got this like pillow table thing. It's a whole ordeal. So Betty's freaking out. I need more help. Chris isn't answering his phone. So I think I've got the best solution here. The outlet that I talked about earlier in this episode I took it off so that it would sound the mm-hmm. alarm in the mm-hmm. bedroom. Okay. I'm like, this is brilliant. Yeah. I'm a genius. This is going to fix all my problems, right? <gasps> Chris sleeps through it. So now we've got Ben C and Red. We've got Betty losing her shit. We've got an orchestra of chaos with the outlet now, oh like screaming God. in the other corner of the room. And we have a small house. So this is literally a chaos orchestra, right? I I literally mm-hmm. and I'm crying and it, the whole thing is just a nightmare. So I finally get Ben to feed again. I turn on some music so that I can drown out Betty. And oh the my outlet. god, you didn't um, even ever so turn the, the outlet only- thing off. You're just letting it sing. No, I couldn't. I'm letting it sing. I'm letting Betty sing like because okay. I can't get to the places. So the whole house is going nuts, right? But Ben's feeding. I turn on some music. I turn it on loud. The only times I hear the chaos orchestra is in between the songs, okay. like yeah. at two seconds, you know, where like the song dies down and then it comes back in. Okay. I get, we get done with the feeding. I go to burp him and I'm like, oh, finally going to be able to get, you know, him back into bed to be able to get Betty taken care of and turn off the outlet. I burp him projectile burp all over me Mm. all over the floor where we were feeding I'm like at this point my tears come back just from exhaustion I go I'm like at this point I just have to take me and this pillow and this baby and I have to figure out how to get to Chris I go to grab something and I knock over at the hospital they give you this huge (laughs) water bottle like that can fit just a ton of water right I knock that over onto the vomit on the ground So now I have created an ocean of river vomit all over his room. It's seeping under the furniture. Like it's going everywhere. And at that point, I shift from being just really like like, emotional, just being, I start laughing. I'm like, this cannot get any worse. So I go to Chris. My boobs are out. I can't even put on clothes. I'm walking around with the, the, the breast pillow table. I've got Ben in my arm. I've got, I've got like stained tears. I go to wake up Chris. He wakes up 
to that. I mean, he looks at my face, right? He hears Betty. He hears the outlet going off. He sees Ben crying. And I look at him dead in the face. And I'm like, we have a triage situation right now. I am going to give you everything that has gone wrong. And I need you to fix all of it. (laughs) So it's like... I'm like, we can prioritize the order, but like, I need you out of bed right now. Imagine so waking like, up to okay, <laughs> like role, role reversal. No. And especially with how good Chris's no. heart is, like, he was probably just like, yes. oh my God. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. And this is night one from the hospital. This is night one, right? So he is on his hands and knees, moving all the furniture around in the nursery, like clearing behind, because we have hardwood floors. So this river of ocean vomit was like just spilling everywhere, right? I'm starting laundry. Like it is just right. But like in that moment, I've actually never loved Chris more. I was like, oh my God, like this is, this is no joke and so my rave here is Mm -hmm. i am now aware of the village that it takes i am now aware that you can't handle it all that like you need so much support especially in the beginning and so i just want to rave about my network about my friends people that i love like checking in on me texting me a a Mm -hmm. wonderful partner where it's 50 50 as much as it can be even though ben needs mostly me to survive right now even like the labor and delivery nurses at the hospital who helped us out people bringing meals like that is just my rave right now because this is a lot it's a big life adjustment there are so many beautiful moments and then there are nights like that and uh, we're getting better every single day but my rave is you cannot go at this alone and I love my team I love my village I love my support so Anyway, I know we have a lot of friends and family who listen to this podcast. So mm. thank you to all of you. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I don't know what I would do without you right now. And I love you all. So that is my rant slash rave. What is your rave, Ash? Okay, my rave is so <laughs> um, the whole reason that we went to Greece was this trip that we earned with my company. They send the, the top 10 coaches over to somewhere every year. Last year, we went to France and I was six months postpartum or something, but I didn't like rush to get back, like to get any weight off. I didn't rush for like this postpartum body, like whatever. So I went to France and I am on like all of us. I love, you know, Beth called in earlier, um, about this self-love journey that we're on. And uh, maybe actually this is kind of relevant to you call as being just freshly postpartum, but last year when I went to France, I'm a health and fitness coach is my main, main job, which means I'm surrounded by people who are generally fit. And I went on this trip and it was the top 10 in the network. And I went last year in France and I was the biggest one there by far. And before I left, I felt pretty confident. I felt like good, like, okay, you know, my body just did an amazing thing. And, but it was like a constant work of, you know, self-love and just seeing myself for who I am, not what I look like. But it was still really hard. And there were times last year when I was on this trip in France and they send you with a photographer and I just felt really insecure and people would be like, oh, this is a beautiful field. Like, take a picture of me. So I'd take a picture of this amazing a friend of mine who's beautiful and, you know, really fit. And then she'd take a picture of me and it would be this. And I was just like, oh, God, I don't even like I don't I look like twice the size. And it was really hard on myself. Right. 
And this year I went and I knew, like, I just knew insecurity was going to meet me there. I felt really good leaving, but I also knew I'm not as, I'm not like, and I don't, it's not my goal to be like the smallest version of me or smallest anyone. But I just knew like, because I'm a human being that's been, that struggled with like dieting and body issues and stuff that I knew insecurity was going to meet me there at some point. And so I kind of looked forward to her showing up and arriving. And, um, and it was kind of just like, it's rather than being at war with that, just being like, okay, well, I know she's going to greet me there at some point and I can Mm -hmm. welcome her and then kindly ask her to leave. But there was also, um, a few postpartum mamas there. And there was one girl there. We were all taking these photos and, you know, whenever you take that, we were in swimsuits and whenever you take photos, I mean, all the people that I'm with, they're like six packs, like super fit. And I just had to remind myself, like, it doesn't matter what you look like. You don't need abs to take a photo in a swimsuit. So I'm, I'm in the shots. And I remember taking all the pictures last year in France and now looking back, not regretting that, like just because living in the moment and having those memories on film, it doesn't matter what size my body was, right? It matters the joy that I was having in that moment. So I was taking these pictures in the swimsuit and there was one girl there who wouldn't mm-hmm. get in the photos with us. And I just was like, man, my heart is breaking. And, and another coach had an idea of like, well, maybe what if we like kind of, you know, position ourselves in front of her so, you know, her body's not really showing. And I'm like, no, like, that's not what this is about. It shouldn't be she has to hide to be able to be seen in this photo. Like, we should not have to like hide behind our kids, behind whatever. And so I was able to talk to her on the beach and she's like, you know, telling us like, we, I just don't want any photos in a swimsuit. And I went up to her and I got to tell her this story about where I was last year in France. I was the same because she is only four months postpartum this year. I was like, I know that you don't, you don't recognize your body right now. I know that you don't feel at home in it. And you're probably wondering if you ever will. And I don't know how you feel Colleen, but there were times where I got out of the shower and I was just like, God, I still feel tired. I feel heavy. I feel, you know, and also my clothes don't, nothing fits. Like you just don't feel like yourself. And you sometimes Mm -hmm. wonder, will I ever again? And I remember Beyonce even saying that in her homecoming thing. Like, I wonder if I'll even ever be as strong or have the stamina that I had before for, you know? Um, and so I got to talk to her on the beach and just be like, this is a choice. Confidence is a feeling, which means it's a choice, which means it is available any time you choose, which means it's available right now. And a year from now, you are not going to look back and wish you were harder on your hard on yourself on this vacation. You're going to wish you were in those photos. And it doesn't matter if you've had a baby or whatever your story is, because insecurity is not size limited. So whatever size you are, get in the photos. At some point, all your kids will have is photos of you. Like you won't be around anymore. And if you don't give them photos, they will only have their memories. So get in the photos. It doesn't matter what you look like. It doesn't matter your insecurity um, because confidence really is a choice. You get to choose it, you know? So my rave was that this year, not only was I able to, um, like insecurity did meet me there, but I was able to ask her to leave and I didn't fight with her or fight against her. But also I feel like I was able to help someone else. Oh, because then she was like, she took her towel off and she took a picture with me, just with me. But she took a picture. She was like, I want a picture with you. And so we took pictures in our swimsuits on the beach. Um, and I just feel like, I just think it's important for all of us to just take those small wins, just stand up. Every time you stand up to that mean girl in your head is a huge win. 
no matter how small of a win it feels like. Mm -hmm. And even if it doesn't like, if it doesn't feel good doing it, standing up to her is how you win. People ask all the time, like, how did you grow to love yourself? I'm like baby steps every single day, you know? So anyway, I don't know. I just felt like that was really important to talk about. And I felt good. Um, how much I've grown in a year of appreciating and respecting my body. And I think it's important for all of you that are listening to this to challenge that inner mean girl when she comes to visit you and not resist her, not be pissed that she's there or let her win. It's like a house guest comes over unannounced and you don't let them just like run amok and take over your house and eat all the food in your cupboards and like make a huge disaster. You can say, hey, thanks for swinging by. Here, sit down, let's have a glass of wine okay, now I'm going to ask you to leave. Like you can acknowledge emotions and then you can ask them to leave and you are in control of that. And worst case, if they don't, you got your clear bag full of tomatoes and water balloons. And water balloons. And with that, you guys, thank you for listening. I think that is the perfect beautiful moment to leave it on we love you head over if you haven't listened to the bonus episode on patreon go to the link in our bio go to post listen to it sign up to be a patron we love you guys rate review subscribe Um, rate review subscribe and we'll see you next tuesday you can yeah right you can sit with us always always and we'll see see you you next next Tuesday. tuesday bye